Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. In a year where nothing has come easy, it should come as no surprise that voting in the upcoming presidential election and counting those votes will be complicated. I don't think it's an understatement to say the public discourse over all of this is a mess. How confident should we be that this will be a fair election? As far as the ballots are concerned, it's a disaster. And this is all about trying to dissuade people from voting because he's trying to, con- to scare people into thinking that it's not going to be legitimate. Show up and vote. I think it's fair to say America is on edge about this upcoming election, Ironically, it's not fraud that has most people concerned. The question you hear most often is, why can't I vote in person? The fact that so many people are voting by mail this year has stoked fears, legitimate or not. This week on 880 In-Depth, a month before the election, can election districts handle the flood of mail-in ballots? And what happens if many of them are thrown out for mistakes or challenges? It would lead to a real unsettling situation where we might not know who the winner is. So I am deeply concerned about that. The 2020 vote, the challenges, the risks, and how to make it work. I'm Tim Shells from WCBS News Radio 880, and no wonder why people are anxious about the election. Listen to Donald Trump from this past week's presidential debate. They're sending millions of ballots all over the country. There's fraud. They found them in creeks. They found some with the name Trump. Just happened to have the name Trump just the other day in a waste paper basket. They're being sent all over the place. They sent two in a Democrat area. They sent out a thousand ballots. Everybody got two ballots. This is going to be a fraud like you've never seen. Or not. New Jersey is one of the states where every registered voter is being sent a mail-in ballot. I just got mine yesterday. For this week's 880 In-Depth, our Peter Haskell got on the phone with New Jersey's Secretary of State, Tahisha Way, to talk about the concerns that people have. We want folks to feel comfortable Um, in knowing that there has been ample time for them to have returned uh, their ballots. We actually have a way for a voter to sign up and to track their ballot. Much more from New Jersey's Secretary of State just ahead. But first, we want to present a little context about voting from veteran election law expert Jerry Goldfeder, who teaches election law at Fordham Law School here in New York City. He also spoke to reporter Peter Haskell. 
the machinery of voting in the United States is really a hodgepodge system. Uh, the Constitution of the United States says that the states control and regulate their own elections. We don't have one national election for President of the United States. Can you imagine? It's been 230 years since we uh, established this republic of ours, and we still have uh, a state-driven system. So each state has its own set of election laws, and within each state there are counties that also uh, regulate elections uh, different from uh, the next county. So the administration of elections in the United States is really, to put it generously, a hodgepodge. To put it less than generously, it's, it's, it's really very problematic, and uh, people will be disenfranchised in one state where they wouldn't be in another state. People have restrictive voting laws in one state where they don't exist in another state. And we really just have a... Um, um, a, a system that is really not a national system. So I expect, unfortunately, unless the margins in the states are high, I expect that this election is going to go uh, until the end of November in the very least. It seems like there are a lot of things that can go wrong. What kinds of things are you concerned about? Well, I'm concerned about all these uh, mail-in ballots and each state having different rules about when they need to be postmarked, uh, when, they will, when the state will start counting the ballots, uh, the sheer volume of the ballots, and whether or not, at the end of the day... Um, the the states can count all the ballots um, in time to select presidential electors so that their state's electors can meet on December 14th. I'm not, I'm not too optimistic because the Republicans have made it very clear that they are against mail-in ballots for some reason. Their claim that they're fraudulent is nonsense. But I expect that they will continue their litigation to try to stop the counting of the mail-in ballots uh, in various battleground states, delaying the certification of who won in that state and therefore delaying uh, 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 the determination of, of which presidential electors have been chosen and whether or not they'll be able to meet on December 14th. It's a, it's a real problem. We don't have good faith on both sides uh, trying to smooth the way uh, to determine who, is a, who the winner will be. Is it a greater concern about legitimate ballots being tossed or improper ballots being counted? And how likely is one versus the other? It's always the case that people who vote uh, by by mail or absentee voting make mistakes and a lot of those ballots are not counted. It's just par for the course. Through no fault of anybody, through no fraudulent uh, activity or nefarious conduct by election officials, it just happens. People make mistakes and their ballots, uh, which are otherwise eligible, aren't counted. Um, 
And that's going to happen. Whether that happens in, in great numbers or not uh, this year, it's hard to say. What I'm really concerned about is legitimate ballots that have been filled out properly and mailed properly and received properly will be challenged by uh, the president and his supporters um, and local boards of elections in various states won't count them, which would be a disaster. It would be unfair. It would disenfranchise people, and it would lead to a real uh, um, unsettling situation um, where where we might not know who's, who the uh, who the winner is. So I am deeply concerned about that. You talked about the concern that some of these uh, ballots might be challenged, and at the local level, they are basically tossed. Do you think that might happen for legitimate reasons or for partisan reasons? Well, in New York, when uh, absentee ballots are not counted, uh, they're they're not counted for legitimate reasons. People have forgotten to sign the uh, secrecy envelope or they uh, have uh, didn't fill in the ballot correctly, or some such inadvertent uh, error. Uh, we've discovered absolutely no um, indication of any fraudulent or nefarious conduct uh, by any uh, Board of Elections personnel in New York State. Just this week here in New York City, the Board of Election reported that because of a printing error on the part of an upstate New York vendor, as many as 100,000 absentee ballots sent to voters in Brooklyn contained privacy envelopes with a different voter's return address. In other words, the ballot had one name and that return envelope had a different name and address and in some cases it was a neighbor's just doors away. If you're thinking, what a mess, you're correct. Here's what Jerry Goldfeder suggests. I would prefer that people vote in person on early voting, which in New York starts October, 25th, October 24th, or uh, vote on Election Day, November 3rd. Think of it this way. If we have a ton of mail-in ballots, putting aside these wrong ballots, if we have a ton of mail-in ballots, it's going to take quite some time for those to be counted. First of all, a lot of mail-in ballots are invalidated because people fill them out uh, incorrectly, inadvertently, and uh, and they're and they just don't count. But the number, the sheer number of mail-in ballots that are good may uh, compel the board of elections to take weeks for a final uh, count, and uh, that could cause a real problem in terms of certifying who won New York, even though I think it's pretty clear that the margin will be great in New York, but we won't have a certification as to who won. And we need a certification as to who won by the middle of December so that presidential electors are chosen and that they can meet and vote for president of the United States. And that happens in New York and across the country on December 14th. If we have a ton of mail-in ballots, that's going to cause the kind of delay that we cannot bear. So I encourage people 
to not vote by mail unless you really have a health issue and you uh, and you feel that you must to vote early in person starting October 24th in New York or to vote on election day how does this undermine the confidence in the entire system well i think that the board of elections in the city of new york has made error after error with regard to the way uh, elections are conducted uh the this uh the the mail the mail ballots with somebody else's name is just the latest version of uh the maladministration of the board of elections and sure people uh in new york don't have a lot of confidence in the board and i think that's well placed which is unfortunate because there are a lot of people who work at the board very hard working a lot of integrity they mean to do well but the systems uh, that are have been put into place uh running the board of elections just um causes problems year after year so people understandably uh don't have a great deal of confidence in uh at the board of elections but what about those cases of voting irregularities you hear about Shouldn't we be concerned about that? In New York State, we have absolutely no evidence of any Board of Elections personnel um, um, stealing votes or rejecting ballots for uh, improper reasons. What is your sense about elsewhere in the country? Well, we have, we have reports uh, throughout the country that uh, supporters of the president are challenging the procedures of mail-in ballots and that they will continue to do so up to the election, up to election day, and even beyond it when the votes are being counted. That's very different than election uh, regulators doing uh, imp- doing improper things. I'm I'm not suggesting that there's ev- any evidence, or let me put it affirmatively, there's no evidence that election regulators in any parts of the country are about to uh, steal an election. What I'm concerned about is supporters of the president um, and their lawyers going to court to try to stop the uh, normal counting of mail-in ballots. What should election officials around the country be focusing on now so they get the count right? Well, they should make sure that they have enough personnel to um, uh, to deal with all these mail-in ballots, um, and they should, you know, set up systems so that they can uh, uh, um, sort them and and. Uh, check to see that they have been validly uh, completed and then count the actual votes. Usually there are bipartisan teams that are doing that, so there's protections put in place. And I have confidence in the election uh, uh, folks uh, throughout the country because I have seen I have seen no evidence that Board of Elections and uh, other uh, election regulators throughout the country are acting in any improper way. In fact, election boards across the map are engaged in the most proactive and visible election education campaign in modern memory.
Across the river in New Jersey, every single registered voter is getting a mail-in ballot whether they've asked for it or not. They tried it during the primary and frankly felt it made sense for the general election given the COVID pandemic. I just got mine this week. A thick envelope with my ballot in it, the privacy return envelope, and a booklet of instructions that, well, I think I should be able to handle it. But it will take a few minutes of time to get it right. We had a few questions about New Jersey's 2020 voting game plan, which is why Peter Haskell got on the phone with New Jersey's Secretary of State, Tahisha Way. Voters do have an option of going to a polling place. Um, November 3rd, I want to note that if they go to the polling place, they can cast uh, their ballot by provisional paper ballot, um, or they uh, can vote on a voting device, but that is for solely for voters who require reasonable accommodations. Also at the designated uh, polling places, voters can bring their vote by mail, their completed vote by mail ballots to return them on election day at the designated polling place. So yes, it's true, all active registered voters are receiving, I believe uh, many voters have already received their VBMs um, in the mail. They have to be mailed by October the 5th. So um, we've been advising voters, if you have not received your vote by mail ballot by, let's say, uh, mid-October, you should call your local county clerk. And speaking of uh, the vote-by-mail ballots, what's important is uh, we want our voters to feel comfortable um, in completing their ballots. And of equal importance, we want to make sure that they complete the vote-by-mail ballots um, accurately. So we're advising voters to read the instructions, of course, to sign uh, your uh, mail-in ballot, and also to don't detach your certificate, to place the signed envelope inside the prepaid return uh, envelope. And of course, seal it. There are four simple steps. Vote, sign, seal, return. The state did vote by mail for the primary. What did we learn? That's a good question, because with all of this, you know, you always want to glean uh, the best practices. And the one thing that uh, we've learned with all of this is, again, you cannot uh, state this more than, more than once, twice, three times, even more than that. Please, voters. Don't delay. You know who you're voting for. You know your uh, responses to the ballot question. And uh, if you're going to put them, put it in the mail, return it in the mail, do not delay in doing that. But we also saw that voters appreciated the uh, secure drop boxes. That's why counties will have more of those uh, secure drop boxes. And then we give you the option, we're giving voters the option of returning the vote by mail, as I had mentioned moments ago, at the designated polling location on November 3rd. And voters still need to remember that they at any time can physically return their vote by mail ballot 
to their local county boards of elections. They can go to our website for more information, vote.nj.gov, or they can call one eight seven seven nj voter Okay, I went on the website to try it out. It actually didn't take me long to find out that my registration was active, my information was correct. Next step, I signed up for that program that will allow me to track my ballot. I was actually able to see that my mail-in ballot for the primary arrived on a particular date and was approved. And better than that, Tahisha Way says New Jersey has a system to find and fix mistakes on your mail-in ballot. The good thing about New Jersey is that we have a cure process in play for, let's say, if you have uh, forgot to sign your ballot or your signature does not match. So what will happen is your local board of elections will notify the affected voter that their vote has been rejected, but at the same time, they will afford that voter an opportunity to cure. And voters should be aware that they have until November the 18th for that vote to get cured. So there are three three ways you can uh, send in your ballot. You can put it in the mail, you can put it in a drop box, you can bring it to your polling place on election day. Which way do you think is the most secure, and how are you going to be voting or handing in your ballot? <laughs> yes, well, you know, um, there's a fourth way. They can physically walk it, they can drive it, however means, to their local county uh, board of elections. I think that it is a voter's choice and how they decide to return their vote-by-mail ballot. So we just caution everyone to, you know, uh, make sure that they have completed their ballot, the vote, the sign, the seal, the return. Please do not detach the certificate so that their votes um, can get counted um, be on, in time. And I know I can speak about my experience for the primary. I did drop my completed um, vote-by-mail ballot off at my county's uh, secure drop-off. I want to ask you about uh, Patterson with primary. There were fraud charges brought. Uh, people, there were no signatures on some ballots. There were people collecting ballots who shouldn't have been. Does this raise a red flag well, you know, I can't really comment on the Patterson situation since, you know, uh, it's the investigation and it's on, you know, ongoing criminal charge just have been leveled. Um, but, you know, everyone understands, you know, with any type of voter fraud, it's caught. And I also want to note that, and, and you've probably heard this, Peter, time and time again, and it's, it's, it's factual. There's no widespread um, voter fraud that is going on. There's five states who are exclusively, they conduct their um, elections exclusively, um, vote by mail. Um, you know, the ballots, we spoke about track your ballots. You know, every uh, ballot has, uh, there's the code. And what we, again, are saying to um, our voters, look, make sure for your vote to be counted that you're 
accurately completing your vote by mail um, ballot. Make sure you're, you sign it. Um, you know, with the vote by mail, you know, there's a chain of custody. There's, you know, the security, uh, the secured ballot drop boxes. You know, again, chain of custody, bringing up from the ballot boxes back to um, the county. It's so there's security measures all in place in terms of voting by mail, but it's really a responsibility on all of us to make sure that we are informed and completing our ballots uh, accurately. That's why we started uh, the New Jersey Vote Education Campaign because we wanted to ensure um, the voters of this this voting process that they are well informed about their polling um, designated. Their, and some of these designated polling locations will be new for voters. So we wanted to advise them about that, about the secure ballot drop boxes, about uh, the process of voting by mail, about the important process of registering to vote. The deadline is October the 13th. And um, our online voter registration portal that we just launched earlier this month, and we've already had 200,000-plus folk access uh, that site. So go to vote.nj.gov, as we've been telling all voters, and, you know, we're hoping that um, everyone gets the word out about this campaign. Secretary Wait, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Thanks so much, Peter. One footnote to this conversation. You heard the president at the beginning of the podcast. This is going to be a fraud like you've never seen. Well, most of the allegations of rigged elections or widespread fraud are simply not true. The president rattled off a number of cases he had concerns about, but frankly, none of them hold up. There is, however, a criminal case in Patterson, New Jersey. Individuals who bundled a number of votes in an election this year, the focus on that case actually uncovered many flaws. Ballots in the thousands that were thrown out for various mistakes by voters. So a judge looking at this election simply threw it out and ordered a new one. The lessons learned in all of this is do some work, make a plan, and execute that plan. And in New York, take advantage of early voting. It's happening for the first time in New York. It starts October 24th. Go to your county board of election website and look for the early polling places near you. Any one of them will be a place where you can go and vote up till election day. And the last piece of information, while New Jersey will have a majority of votes coming in by mail, the state can actually start counting those ballots 10 days before election day. 880 In-Depth is a production of WCBS News Radio 880. The executive producers are Peter Haskell and myself, Tim Schell. Share this information, talk about voting with your family and friends, and be safe. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.